0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to a bonus episode of Blinking You'll Miss It to celebrate the 182nd day of the year, July 1st. Back in 2016, Blink-22 released California on July 1st, and uh, I believe it was Mark pointed out that it was the 182nd day of the year, and I thought that was one of the most brilliant pieces of marketing ever. Um, so the reason why I'm celebrating is because, well, frankly, this, is only, this show isn't going to make it to the next July 1st. So um, this was my opportunity, and also I got two pieces of amazing bonus content um, from uh, former guests, and so then I reached out to other guests to see if they wanted to contribute some bonus content as well. So the first thing, I'm not sure which order it happened. It happened in short succession. I think that probably David's happened first, and then Leon's, although it was really, really close. So I'm going to play... What am I going to play first? Uh, I'm going to play Leon's cover first. If you'll remember in the Letters to God episode, Leon uh, said that he had learned the part on guitar and played a little bit of of Letters to God on guitar. Well, when he sent me his files for his guest spots for Letters to God and Lillian, he sent me a much more complete cover of that song. So um, I'm going to play that. And then we're going to go straight into David Uh, who is the guest that so far I believe you've only heard on Lemmings, Um, he got to telling me a story about meeting Mark that was amazing. So uh, then we're going to do some other stuff, but I wanted to play those two first with the introductions about the context um, because those are two um, things that they didn't know this was for a bonus episode. Everything else they knew was for a bonus episode. Um, So those will be more, um, you know, with a focus on this episode. Um, The first two you're going to hear are just the guests made some bonus content, and it's awesome. So um, I'm not going to do intros for everything, but uh, I will do an intro for at least one more, and then you might hear my voice again doing my own bit of bonus content here at some point. So enjoy this episode, and happy Blink-182 day, 182nd day of the year.
1: Darn, all worked up the air is dark and cold at night let me go i'm not done i swear i'll take just one lifetime I should have asked, I could have helped, at least a fucking thousand times before. Will this offer get me in, or does this prove that they gave more? And I, I won't lie, I won't sin, maybe I don't want to go.
2: um so i me and my wife especially we have a two-year-old so he's really kind of getting into being at disneyland he really enjoys it so uh we were leaving in the morning and i was wearing blue jeans so i wasn't gonna wear the blue sweater that i was gonna wear and i was like what do i have in my closet what should i wear grabbed a plus 44 sweater just because why not i uh, i was like it still fits i could wear it i haven't worn it in a while heading down to disneyland i get I obviously have alerts on my phone for when Mark posts to Instagram. And it was one of those days he was like, early morning raid at Disneyland. And I tell my wife, I say, okay, so Mark's at Disneyland. And she turns to my son and she's like, okay, well, I guess it's just going to be you and me. Daddy's going to be off looking for Mark Hoppus. So <laughs> it was a tame day. Like my son only wanted to hang out and ride all of the main street vehicles. So really we were in the most crowded area of Disneyland for a lot of the first part of the day so we were going up and down main street and for fun i was looking for him but i didn't see him anywhere so uh then we found out the easter bunny was going to be meeting people over by the flagpole it was right around easter it was the week before easter and so uh we're like okay well we know the easter bunny is going to be there at 145 and so we will get there at 115 130 so we can wait in line while we're standing there in the flagpole sort of forming a line for the Easter Bunny. Fucking Mark Hoppus. I see him. And I tell my wife, I said, there he is. And she's like, the Easter Bunny? I said, no, Mark Hoppus. (laughs) So it's him and Sky and Jack, and they're walking. And I just picked my son up and I said, I'm going to do it. This is very not me thing to do. But they're walking. And if I'm walking with my son in my arms, that sort of disarms me as like a crazy fan. And if I just say something in passing, so if you know the geography of Disneyland, I'm at the flagpole in town square and he is by the magic shop and he is walking toward sort of the Abraham Lincoln theater. And I'm just beelining it for him. And I am holding my son. I am not two feet away from him when I hear sky talking and I'm like, I'm not going to interrupt his wife to say something. So I just sort of like do a flyby and I go back and I tell my wife, I said, I couldn't do it. She was talking. I wasn't going to interrupt her. So, he and Sky and Jack, I guess, are meeting up with some people, and they are hanging out. If Again, if you know the geography of Disneyland, he's hanging out on one side of the planter that surrounds the flagpole, and we are 15 feet away from him. I'm wearing a Dodger hat and a plus 44 sweater. I'm like, there's no way he's not going to see me. So at one point, he and Jack go to the Emporium, which is a store they kind of have to walk past us but not really and Susie my wife is like you should go in there and talk to him I said look if I go up and talk to him people are gonna say oh who's this guy talking to oh that's somebody I should know let me bombard him and he wasn't being bombarded so in the back of my mind I'm like let me not do that to him let he's anonymous right now let me not do that to him on his way back he and I lock eyes he gives me the nod and I'm like that's all I need that's it I don't need anything else. I gave him a tip of my Dodger hat. He gave me a nod. That was it. I was like, he gets it. He knows that I'm not going to bug him. Awesome. We're still waiting for the Easter Bunny. And he's still waiting for somebody over there. We're 15 feet away from each other for about 10 minutes. And then he starts walking around the Easter bunny has come out at this point. He, and there is a line formed. We are in that line and he starts walking. And so I'm like joking to my wife, he's coming over here. And she's like, no, he's going to go ask if they can go take a picture with the Easter bunny. And Mark Hoppus walks up to me and says, dude, I got to give you props on wearing that plus 44 sweater. And I'm just shaking my head at him. Like he knows what he's done at this point. Like, I'm freaking out. I'm looking, I'm trying to take in every detail. It says Tom on his coffee cup, which I thought was hilarious. Um, and I'm sitting there talking to Mark Opus. And we start, he's like, you know, you've got to be like one of like 10 people that still have that sweater. And we start talking about Blink. We start, I, I, it, it, it's nothing specific, it's just small talk for a while. And then my wife takes a picture of us, which is great. And because I'm just too nervous, and I don't want to bug him, even though he came up and talked to me, and and my son couldn't care less. He's like Easter Bunny, and Mark is great. Like you get to see Mark being a dad, like talking to a two year old, and he's like, Yeah, you want to see the Easter Bunny? It's gonna be great. Like it's just such a great moment. And then he, I'm like, Thanks so much for coming up. That's so rad of you for doing that. Uh, and he's like, Yeah, no problem.
0: A very serious reading of Blink One Eighty Two lyrics. It's all right to tell me what you think about me. I won't try to argue or hold it against you. I know that you're leaving. You must have your reasons. The season is calling. Your pictures are falling down. The steps that I retrace, the sad look on your face, the timing and structure. Did you hear he fucked her? A day late, a buck short. I'm writing the report on losing and failing. When I move, I'm flailing now. And it's happened once again, I'll turn to a friend. Someone that understands, sees through the master plan. But everybody's gone, and I've been here for too long. To face this on my own. Well, I guess this is growing up. Well, I guess this is growing up. And maybe I'll see you at a movie sneak preview. You'll show up and walk by on the arm of that guy. And I'll smile, and you'll wave. We'll pretend it's okay. The charade, it won't last. When he's gone, I won't come back. And it'll happen once again. You'll turn to a friend. Someone that understands and sees through the master plan, but everybody's gone. And you've been there for too long to face this on your own. Well, I guess this is growing up. Well, I guess this is growing up.
3: Hello, this is Colin Parker. By now you've heard me on about five or six episodes, And I'm not sure if this statement has made it onto an episode, so I'll make sure I say it now. Man Overboard is my absolute favorite Blink-182 song of all time. I've performed this song in every single band that I've been in, starting in the year 2006, all the way up until today. So here is my band, The Scavengers, playing Man Overboard. So... time to talk us over, you're out of line, and really sober, we can't depend on your excuses, cause in the end, it's fucking useless, you can only lean, on me for so long, bring a shove about, to watch a friend drown, straight up on the ledge, that's here to come down, you can only lean, on me for so long. Without a chaser, after Monday thoughts Now you're a stranger, cover up the scars Put on your game face, let you win the bar To try and save face You can only lean on me for so long Bring a ship about, to watch a friend drown Stood up on the lift, but you to come down You can only lean on me for so long So sorry, it's over So sorry, it's over There's so much more so than swall- so- I
4: This is Diana, aka Mod, from the Macintosh and Mod Podcasts. And happy Blink 182 day uh, to all of you listeners, and especially to our amazing host, James. Uh, James asked us to give a little extra tidbits about Blink 182. So here I am to tell you my story of getting to meet the band. It was my 16th birthday, so sweet 16, and my boyfriend at the time got us tickets to go see Blink-182, and they are really good seats, and fun note about this boyfriend, his father was the program manager for one of the really big radio stations in our town at the time, so he knew all the people handling the facilities and the road manager for Blink-182 at the time, so he got us backstage we got to go to the fan meet and greet. And I was able to sneak in a t-shirt and a camera. And so we went into this little room and we got all these other people, like contest winners in there. And the boys enter. And you see Travis who he's got his dreadlocks at that time and he's not quite as covered in tattoos. Like he has a lot, but his neck wasn't fully covered. His chest wasn't fully covered yet. So now looking back at those pictures, it's a little insane. But they came in, and they're just being really nice and happy, and everyone's just shoving stuff in their face to sign and posing for pictures. And so I was able to get all three of them to sign my T-shirt. I had one of those red Blink-182 T-shirts from Hot Topic at the time. And I took pictures of them when they were in the room. I got a picture with Tom, and Travis is kind of giving the side eye. And then, of course, I got a picture with Mark because – Mark Hoppus was supposed to be my husband. And it was I was just like high off of that for a solid 20 minutes just while being in the room. And so they get called away. And so everyone's starting to leave. And so like, I'm walking out with my boyfriend. And I was like, Oh, my God, that was so amazing. And I see Mark like the only there's nothing between me and Mark and Mark is walking ahead of me. And I was just like, hey, Mark. And he turns around. This is like, hey, can I just get like one more picture? And he had the biggest smile on his face and said, of course, of course you can. And he put his arm around me and we got the great picture. And I actually don't look horrible. So I love this picture. And that just meant everything in the world to me. And so I just told him, I love your music. I'm so excited to get to meet you and tell you how much I love your music. And he said, you know, I really appreciate that and thank you. And I hope you have a great time tonight. And so, but then of course he had to run off. And so yeah, I've just like every stereotypical girl meets, you know, her her uh, singer idol moment. Whenever I think back to that, so it was wonderful. Uh, I'm I I'm. I'm so excited that every time I think back to it, I have fond memories of meeting them. And I just, hmm, I'll always be happy in my heart, especially any time I listen to those albums, Dude Ranch and Enema of the State. So uh, that's just a little piece of uh, my Blink-182 history. And I hope you guys all have an amazing Blink-182 day. Bye!
0: The band you're about to hear asked me to read the following statement. Sam Gress says, has a band in the fiction of the show called Myth Takes. And all the music from that band is done by him and Colin Parker. So here's TJ and the Sprinkles playing The Rock Show.
3: Hanging up behind the club on the weekends i just stupid, getting drunk with my best friends I couldn't wait for the summer at the warp Tour I remember it's the first time that I saw her there She's getting kicked out of school cause she's failing I'm kind of nervous cause I think all her friends hate me She's the one, she'll always be there She took my hand and I made it, I swear Cause I fell in love with the girl at the rock show She said what and I told her that I didn't know She's so cool because they're sneaking through a window Everything is better when she's around Can't wait till her parents go out of town Fell in love with the girl at the rock show We're gonna move to vegas i remember the look her mother gave us 17 without a purpose or direction we don't know anyone a fucking explanation i fell in love with the girl at the rock show she said what and i told her that i didn't know she's so cool can of sneaking through a window everything is better when she's around can't wait till her parents go out of town i fell in love with the girl at the rock show black and white picture of her on my She always kept me waiting And if I ever got another chance I'd still ask her to dance Because she kept me waiting I fell in love with the girl at the rock show She said what and I told her that I didn't know She's so cool that sneaking through a window Everything is better when she's around Can't wait till her parents go out of town Fell in love with the girl at the rock show The rock show. Night, never, with the girl at the rock show, night, never, with the girl night, at the rock show, with the girl at the rock show, with the
0: girl at the rock show. A very serious reading of Blink One Eighty Two lyrics. There's just something about you that I can't quite put my finger in. Good night.